right, Anchor Nation, this is your host, Aaron Rollins, coming at you again live and ad-free on my podcast on Anchor. That was Jimmy Eat World with The Middle. That's the only song of theirs that I can honestly tell you off the top of my head that I may have heard more music from them, but I can't tell you what it is without looking it up. Um, That was 1025 The Bear bringing that to you. Uh, I'm kind of glad I started doing that, started recording some of these songs and then um, giving the credit to the artist and the radio station because I started listening to another podcast just recently, um, I think either yesterday or the day before, uh, called The Treehouse. And if you're from Texas, you know, well, let me go back because Texas is a big state. If you're from um, central to north Texas, no, that's even, no, that doesn't work either. If you're from central to northeast Texas, there you go, then you've heard of The Russ Martin Show if you, um, you know, are into that kind of music and talk radio, they were around for a long freaking time. Russ Martin was, um, you know, a wealthy man, you know, a millionaire, and he had his own radio show called, uh, the Russ Martin show, uh, obviously. And he started something called the Russ Martin foundation where, yeah, I think I've talked about this before, but they would give, they would raise money for cops that died in action and give it to their families. And they, you know, they'd have different celebrities on, different guests. They did, like, charity work with the local animal shelter. Um, they would take callers all the time. I called there a couple of times. There was one time I had a good call, but the rest of my calls sucked. Um, one time I, I dropped a curse word, and they're like, you know, they take the time out to tell you, please don't curse on the air. <laughs> and I don't know. I just got into the conversation. I wasn't thinking, and I dropped the S-bomb. And uh, I think I said, that shit hurts. I was talking about uh, donating plasma. (laughs) But it was something that, you know, they were talking about that I had long experience with. And, um, you know, somebody had tried to say that it didn't, it didn't, you know, it wasn't that painful. I said, that shit hurts. I don't know who they're, what they're talking about. (laughs) You're sitting in there for at least an hour with a 18 gauge needle in your arm, man. And it's, it's not like an IV where they take a little plastic tube and leave it in your vein. It's the whole metal needle. And that, yeah, it's not comfortable. Anyway, driving through a storm right now, we had a tornado uh, watch earlier as inclement weather was hitting like 60 plus mile per hour winds through uh, this part of Texas. And um, anyway, talk, talking about the, uh, the the podcast I watched and why I was glad for recording all that music, um, they they have their own little production value where they start out with an audio that they've recorded uh, whether they hired a a guitarist to play it or they play guitar and they recorded it and then you know mix the sound and stuff Um, they've been in radio for over 30 years so they you know they know how to manipulate audio files and crap and um, I, I gotta say you know for somebody that's been listening to that 97 won the Eagle since my brother was a fucking teenager. Um, my brother that's older than me, by the way. Since I've been listening to 97 won the Eagle that long, um, you know, I kind of want to know the ins and outs and the stuff behind the scenes. And they were talking about how they were laid off. Um, they had a massive restructuring at that place. And, uh, you know, I, I listened to this podcast, one, because it, it talks about that experience, but two, they, they put it together pretty well. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm starting to kind of get the idea of how a podcast should be should be done. 
And if I can get my fucking brother to listen to my to my ideas and actually put them in place and, and not try to fucking misinterpret them like he does for comedic value or uh, just do it the way he wants to do it, even though, you know, I, I kind of suggested it, but he wants to just do it his personal spin on it. Just do it the way I'm fucking telling you. Then maybe he'll he'll get some success. I don't know. He's trying to like, uh, what's the word? He's trying to, to clone the 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 success he had of one of his podcasts where the advertisements pulled in a lot of money. So it, it, the title of it was science, and the, the next one he was like technology. So instead of you know being a a one to one copy, it was still in that same idea. But it's just you know it, it was just all capital letters technology with an exclamation point. Like that's. That's the secret, Shane. That's the recipe to get to getting recognition and, and money and, and a following. That's not that's not it, man. That was a, a one-time thing. It was a fluke. Uh, whether it had to do with their uh, advertisement algorithm or the hashtags just picked up a whole lot of people, or I don't know, something on somebody's ad just pushed your channel out there for some reason. Um, I, I don't know how that. Com- those complexities work, but you know that's that's not it, okay? That's not it. And what what I heard on this podcast, which I, the, excuse me, the podcast that I was listening to, the Treehouse, what I heard that kind of, you know, I, I've been pushing against, but I've got to, I've just got to accept that this is the case. You've got to get successful first before you can just do whatever the fuck you want. And you get successful by following the playbook. And there's playbooks out there for just about everything for. Uh, getting through college, for, for landing a, a decent job, for making you know professional networking connections, to, to you know having a podcast or a radio show, or a talk show, you know there are playbooks out there for that, and you get successful first, and then you do whatever the fuck you want after that, because you've gotten to the point where people are already hooked on you and what you're saying and doing, so they you know they'll they'll be able to abide some differences and changes. And you can afford to go out on your own and, and, and put your own spin on things. And with with Shane, he's just trying to sell his brand of dumb shit that we grew up doing. And he's, he's pushing and pushing and pushing. And it's like, it's going to be something someday. It's going to be. It's going to be something. Whether whether it's, it's now or when I'm an old man, it's going to be something. Man, people don't give a fuck. They don't. They, they're, they're in it for the entertainment value. Whether it's funny or just something to pass the time, man. That's that's it. John's not got you know twenty thousand followers because his content's good. That's not what happened, you know. And what what they're not seeing is that they're not they're not seeing the coincidences behind these things. They're not seeing the fact that John's just been on it for so fucking long, and there's you know so many people on the app that yeah, of course he's going to get followers. Of course he's going to get numbers. It's bound to happen eventually. It's not. Like he's actually made some good fucking content, and John, I'm not saying all your content is bad. Um, I, in fact, I, I can't even say one way or the other because I, I don't watch TikTok videos. I'm not even on that app, so it's really not fair for me to to judge anyone's content. But I can tell you, I know John. <laughs> the the podcast I've heard with, of my brother's channel without me on it, I'm I'm not really all that impressed. <laughs> Like the, the last episode they did, you know, I listened to it for 45 minutes before I heard something funny. And I'm like, this is this what we're doing? <laughs> because I'm listening to other shit out there and we, we just don't hold a candle to it. 
Anyway, moving on. I don't want to start bashing people and what they're trying to do. Um, nobody's listening to my fucking podcast. Where, what room do I have to talk? Um, okay, so headed back home. Made it through the inclement weather. Got an exam tomorrow. I'm going to be honest, man. I was hoping and praying that some sort of fucking catastrophic wind condition would come up and cause us to either have a late class tomorrow or no class. And uh, that didn't fucking happen. So, you know, I'm going to do the best I can with the preparation I've made. This uh, this class is just kicking my ass. You know, I, the last time I did this poorly in a class was when I was in North Carolina going to school out there and I wasn't going to class because I was so fucking tired. I was sleeping through it. Um, with this class, it's not that I'm I'm so tired that I'm sleeping through class. There have been some times where I miss class. It's an 8 a.m. class and I've got to commute and I don't get off work until midnight the night before. I intentionally left early tonight just so I can get home at a decent hour. Um, you know, if they want to flip shit about that to fuck them, you know, they can take it out of my sick leave. Uh, where was I going with that? Okay, so it's not that I'm, I'm tired or anything. It's that I don't have enough time in my day to, to do what I need to do with my preparations. There's practice questions I need to study in the book. There's material I need to, to review and look over. There's stuff that I've got to read that I don't have time to read because, you know, it takes like two hours a chapter to get through that stuff. And I know I'm just making excuses. Yeah, fuck me, right? But you get what I'm saying. So, man, I'm just I'm just going to be glad when this fucking semester is over. That is all I can say about that shit. Um, I'm just going to be glad, man. Spring break cannot get here fast enough. And then i got like a week off after the spring, before the summer. Um, kind of worried about how I'm going to pay for summer classes. But, you know, Jamie's got me paying fucking more than half the rent when she makes twice as much as I do. Yeah, and then she wonders why, you know, I'm not buying her a fucking ring. Well, apart from me not wanting to get married to you, I can't afford it. <laughs> I can't afford it, man. Unless I got like a cheap three, four hundred dollar ring, which even if I want to get to get married, I don't want to fucking go cheap anyway. You know, I'm not saying I want to buy a three or four thousand dollar engagement ring, but I'd like to spend you know eight hundred bucks, nine hundred bucks, and make it something nice. So that's where I'm at on that. And um, that before my brother gets on my ass about my hypocrisy here. I bought a computer recently, but I bought it on credit. I bought it on credit, and it is going to pay over time, and I'm going to be able to do my assignments and my schoolwork in the privacy of my room, because right now, I'm using this shitty little laptop, and if there's anything I want to do on the TV, I've got to go in the living room where Jamie's at, whereas now, I've got a 32-inch computer monitor with this badass, righteous computer. Oh, this thing's fucking righteous, y'all. It's fucking righteous. It's uh, in total. I spent around forty one hundred bucks on all of this shit, um, and I'm like I said, I'm paying for it over time. And you know, it's it's necessary to have because I'm actually having to do schoolwork and shit on my computers, and I I kind of fucking need it. You know, yeah, the games and everything are convenient, but uh, with the videos that I'm having to make and all the responsibilities I'm balancing with with campus now, because I'm I'm doing goddamn. Association of Military Affiliated Students and the Gamma Beta Psi, 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 Gamma Beta, I can't even Epsilon, I can't even remember the name of it. 
um, the honor society. I mean that, and the the goddamn um, pre health professionals. I'm doing that organization too. You know, I've just got my fingers in so much shit, and I'm I'm trying to put up a, an event for the Waco Poet Society. I just I, I I can't. There's just not enough hours in my goddamn day with me having to work. So something's got to give, and I don't want to give up the Waco Poet Society because I've been doing it for goddamn ten years now. Um, that let me go back, damn near ten years. And, um, you know, there's, there's people that want to take it over, but they want to make it their own. They don't, they don't want to keep the spirit alive that's been going on since before I showed up. Uh, I think since 2011, you know, and I, I'm like, there's been people that have been involved in this that made some serious and significant contributions before they left. I don't want some new organization coming in with the same name and and wiping all of that away. You know, I want this to have longevity. This is historic. Especially when it comes to to bringing the poetry scene to Waco. You know how many people fucking talk about poetry in common language today? In common conversation? Man, I heard this bomb-ass poet perform last week. No one's saying that shit. But in Waco, there's an opportunity for that to happen. Because the artistry scene is on the rise. I tried to get my, my cousin out there for his music, but Austin was too appealing for him, and I don't think he really actually wants to work. I think he just wants to fuck around and make music. Which, I'm not saying that's not work. I mean, like, I don't think he wants to have a regular job. Um, and if he moved to Waco, that he would definitely have to do that. Uh, and I think it's a little more complicated than that, but y'all get what I'm saying. Um, is this light going to fucking change? Why am I sitting here for so long? Yeah, I'm getting sick of this commute, man. Getting real sick of this commute. Um, anyway, so... You know, the scene for Waco with music, with entertainment, with the liberal arts is on the rise. That I swear to God, that light just changed from green to yellow to red back to green before my light even bothered changing colors. And I've been sitting here. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, man. I, I can't stay angry when I put this, this stuff out in the air. That's that, I need more of that to manage my fucking powerful emotions. Because the more I, I, I just keep it to myself, the, the less I, I laugh it off and feel better. And it just stews and grows and becomes this goddamn sickness. And I'm just angry all the goddamn time and I gotta take medication. Um, anyway, uh, move back to what I was saying about the Waco scene. You know, granted, I, I don't wanna move back there, but I still wanna be involved. I, there, I still have investment in that area, you know, and I've, I've let a lot of my investments fade away and die and you know I'm just I, I don't want to do that no more this is something that I've spent a lot of time in and I, I really want to I swear to God this light is not fucking changing now it's changing um I guess I just pulled over the I'm not pulled over man whatever what I'm wasting air time on this bullshit I'm about to be home um what was I going oh yeah yeah I've got investment and time and, and, and money into this you know, when I when I was hosting events in Waco at the Jubilee Theater, I had to pay every time for those investments and, and not investments for those reservations. And the, the whole thing about that is, is that I didn't want to charge people because I wanted to incentivize people to actually come. And I, I didn't want them to have to pay because I didn't want people to be like, well, if I got to pay, then I'm not going to go because it's out of my way. And it's in like a part of the neighborhood that I don't really go to that much. And the parking there is crap. And 
So now, now I'm like, okay, well, let me try to find another venue where people actually want to attend in, in large numbers, because five to six here and there just ain't enough, man. I mean, there was one time I hosted uh, somebody from out of town, and literally two people fucking showed up, two people, and I'm like, I'm I'm paying this guy to come all the way down here. I'm covering his gas. Um, I'm paying him a reservation fee. Like I'm not talking like I paid 500 bucks. It was like 250, I think, maybe maybe 200, somewhere in there, to get this guy to come out and put on a show. And he is a showman. Like he's been in movies, and I'm not talking like A-list movies. He's probably a you know a C, maybe a B-minus actor um, because he's not very you know that known. But he has been on film. He's made movies. He's been on projects. He's hosted different you know poetry events. He's been at the uh, Waco Word Fest, and he was the the featured artist for that thing. He he um, he proctored it, if you will. I can't think of the right word. He was the MC for the whole thing for two days. He was there, and he was like running the whole show. And people showed up. And you know, when I first met him, it was like 2014, uh, maybe 15. Um, I can't really remember which year. So anyway, I first met him, and I was just like blown away by his. Uh, command of the English language, you know, he could c- come up with a poem on the spot, and you could throw words at him like you throw objects at a juggler, and they keep juggling. And I mean, I mean it was just incredible watching him watching him work because um, he just—I don't know—it's just something that I haven't seen very often. It's just something I haven't seen very often. Somebody that that level of talent and somebody that was that passionate about poetry—he just, uh, you know, he, he was just good. And I bring him out to be a featured artist for my organization. Fucking hardly anybody shows. And there's a story behind that. Um, Apparently, in the past, he had manipulated and taken advantage of some younger organizations. And um, they were talking about how he really fucked them over as far as, like, credit and recognition. Which a lot of us are trying to build. We're just trying to get people to know who we are. If we know people know who we are, then we start getting followers. We start getting followers. People start showing up. People start showing up. Now we can, you know, uh, make this into something official rather than just people that are uh, getting together. You know, we can be an organization that puts out maybe a magazine or um, writes blogs and and rents an office space in town and stuff like that. But yeah, anyway, that ain't fucking happening anytime soon. In fact, it's never happened. <laughs> There's never been an office space for Waco Poet Society in Waco since I first met them. You know, it was people that uh, would reserve different spaces. And then um, I've been trying to, to, to reestablish those connections and reserve spaces. Nobody returns my fucking calls. And every time I get a fucking phone number to call, they're, they're fucking... Um, like, I, I literally left three voicemails with one company. And then another company I called... It was a Google Connect number. Like, who fucking uses Google Connect? Google Connect. <laughs> I hate the way that I just said that. But I mean, seriously, who uses Google Connect for a business number? Unless they're out of the fucking country. That didn't make any damn sense. And Anyway, um, that was something I've been like ranting about for the last couple of days to myself. Because I'm like, fuck man, why aren't people picking up? You know, even if you tell me you don't have anything available or you're not renting spaces or you're not renting spaces right now or you're, you know, you're charging way too much money and I can't afford it, at least answer the phone and let me talk to you. I, I can't get through to anybody. It's like, are, are these numbers accurate? I, I get the feeling that these numbers aren't updated. And 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to drive all the way out to Waco just to fucking talk to somebody for 10 minutes. You know, that's, it, it, it takes me an hour to get out there and back. <laughs> I, I guess the long story short here is that I keep investing in things that cost more than they return. And I'm, I'm sick of it. <laughs> the the cost-benefit ratio has never been in my favor. You know, I, I met this um, church community when I came to Waco, and I invested in that, and the return was shit. I hemorrhaged out money. I got robbed while I was living there. Uh, not once, but twice. Um, this girl really fucked my head up that I was dating at that time. You know, uh, what What else happened when I was there in Waco? Um, I found a, a job that fucking did not take care of me, almost died doing it. Uh, I met people that just used me for my time and money. You know, I invested in that place and the people. And what did I have to show for it? A fucking scar on my hand, less money in my bank account. <laughs> you know, I, I made some great memories. I can't say that it was all for nothing, but God, mercy, it wasn't wasn't worth the money that was lost. Pissed my fucking late 20s away in that town. But, you know, it's not like I had a whole bunch of options. I was on fucking probation. So where was I going to go? Um, yeah, they say that about McLennan County. <laughs> they say that about uh, the, that surrounding, that, that area. Uh, you come on vacation, you'll stay on probation if you don't fucking act right. They don't, they don't give a damn. Um, but, you know, the crime rate out there is really... Now, I'm getting off into a whole new subject. So, anyway... Uh, I, I got to get inside and I got to go to bed and I got to get up early for my exam tomorrow and hopefully not fucking fail it like I did last time. I fucking bombed the shit out of that exam. I did terrible. Um, hopefully this time around I'll do a little bit better. I don't have my I don't have my hopes up. Just to get a fucking C, I've got to get uh, B's on everything from here on out just to get a C. And this this fucking bitch that's teaching the class says it in her syllables. Syll- syllable. <laughs> she says it in her syllabus. She says, I do not give out extra credit, so don't even ask. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> man, man, she is unforgiving. You know, you either know it or you don't. And I, I can appreciate that. You want people to, to be knowledgeable about the subject going forward. But first of all, I'm not going to be a, a geneticist. I'm not even going to be working in a fucking lab. So this uh, subject matter... While, you know, it's relevant to what I do, it's not critical to what I do. What's critical to me is how to interpret lab values and how medications interact with the human body and how to recognize conditions and what to treat them with. That's critical to what I do. Uh, Identifying recessive and dominant traits and calculating probabilities on what child is going to get it and from where they got it, that's not important to me. And it's just aggravating that this bitch is just so for unforgiving and and st- and austere. You know, she, she all she has are quizzes and exams. Um, she has no extra credit opportunities. She has no writing opportunities. She has no graded homework. Like all the homework is shit that is in the the files that you can read over. Um, but she doesn't like when you take these quizzes and tests. She gives them back to you, but she doesn't tell you. How? What was the right answer for the things you got wrong? I'm like, how the fuck am I learning from this? Uh, first of all, I don't know what the questions were on the exam you gave me my exam back for because you you can't give me that. You're going to recycle those exams and you don't want people to cheat. So 
I, I don't know what questions I got fucking wrong. I just know my grade was bad. <laughs> and, and it's the same on the quizzes. I don't know what questions I got wrong. I just know my grade was bad. It's like, come the fuck on, man. I can't go to the study sessions. I've talked about this at length because I'm at work when they happen. And when I'm when they do happen and I'm not at work, I need to be at home getting ready for other classes. It's like, God damn it. I should have done my fucking homework before I signed up at this damn university. Whew. Ranting, ranting, and more ranting. I am sorry. So, I will, uh, I'll let y'all go for now and get on in the house because I'm tired and I need to go to bed. So, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Drive safe out there in this crazy ass weather. It's about to start getting hot again. Please drink water. Take care of yourself. This has been Aaron Rollins from Southeast Third and I am signing off.